Hey, kid, we're going to say some stuff, and uh, your parents will be real upset with us if they hear you repeating it, so scram. Get out. All right, on with the program. Yo, it's Sketch again. I'm going to be here every time. Damn. So, another little behind-the-scenes thing. This is still the same session, so Aaron's still gone. Uh, but we recorded a little thing, just the two of us, for Wick. And he'll be back next episode. So just try to forget about the endless line of traffic in front of you. And stop honking your horn at the people ahead. They can't hear you. They've already joined us in avoiding reality. start with a question for wick wick what is it that made you want to go back to your ancestral roots and become a warrior my grandfather always made it sound really cool and all of his stories were really interesting he tells a lot of stories about fighting the uh, the vertex so it's, it's something i wanted to do myself to be a legendary hero like my grandfather cool cool uh so Last time we saw our dutiful employees, they had just recovered from an encounter with the fabled Grammels, and made it down to floor 16, where they discovered an abandoned camp belonging to the two boys they met at the diner, and their missing friend Lucius. After looking into some books and journal pages the boys left behind, it seems Lucius ventured further into the chasm to find Atlas's room, while his friends returned to the surface for unknown reasons. However, while everyone was distracted, Wick slipped away into the dark, perhaps never to be seen again. What a do. When's the last time that any of us noticed where Wick was? <laughs> Back when he was tearing the boards, right? He did do the boards, yeah. And then he was in the cart with you afterward. I'll give you that much. He did go down to floor 16. Uh, he also poked around in the tent a bit. And then he wandered off after that while you guys were... I mean, I wouldn't say arguing, but definitely discussing and he got bored. Dag nabbit wick. <laughs> you don't have time for this. These <laughs> damned green collar workers, you just can't trust them. I mean, let's not be, be prejudiced here, Clint. Come on. Don't know the meaning of the word. We are going to need to find Wick and locate him. He is an asset. I mean, he has an asset. I think that rotary hammer is going to come in really handy. Yep. Hmm. If only. Wick, we're a small object. <laughs> you cannot. He just pulls him out of an ear. Ooh, I know. <laughs> you were looking for? Well, I guess I'll investigate the scaffolding. We should write a note for Wick. And does... Well, uh, hey, Clint, do, do you happen to have a pen? Oh, for you, Rob? Well, you know, I, I have my own pen on me. But that's really just employer utensils. What we could do is we could just write it real big like in the sand since Wick is the type to get so bored from mere conversation he'll wander off. I don't think he would look at a note and read it. A note in the sand, but it has to be very succinct. 
because otherwise it's going to be too detailed. I don't think I'll notice it. Or we'll be able to read it well, I should say. We could simply write wick go to mm. 13. Keep in mind, the kids were lost and they know how to find their way back out. At least we should let them know we're taking the scaffolding up. Climb to 13. Yeah. Wick, climb to 13. You guys are heading towards floor 13? Okay. While the others are bickering, Wick heads down the scaffolding. Hmm. And uh, as you descend, you notice several tunnels built out in pairs shooting from the indent. Okay. Yeah. So you climb further and further down. And uh, roll me a notice. Two. Actually, wait, do I have any modifiers for that? Plus oh, yeah. one. <laughs> okay, so three. Three, goddamn. <laughs> okay, so what happens is as Wick starts wandering down the scaffolding, it's pretty dark and his headlight isn't the best it's sort of like flickering and stuff right and he starts stumbling a bit because nobody's cleaned up the scaffolding there's some stuff there and he doesn't entirely fall off but he rolls down a ladder yeah he falls down a ladder roll me in athletics 16 plus 3 19 19 okay and you land uh, unharmed but at your feet or ahead of you, as you try to get to your feet, you see that this one spot, while on the whole way down, you kept noticing like two tunnels shooting out from the spine. This one only has one. What do you do? Are there any stones or anything on the floor that I could throw into the tunnel? Yeah, there's some leftover, not tools, but like parts, like some wooden pieces and like some scaffolding stuff okay i want to throw one of them into the tunnel to get an idea of how deep it is or if there's anything in there okay let's see you have a pretty high physique okay so you toss it in it goes in pretty far it makes a lot of noise but you don't notice anything like strange you just make a lot of noise and you can't really see anything and yeah besides the noise of the scaffolding pieces hitting the ground inside, making like a real like clangy kind of noise that echoes through. You don't hear anything else really on the scaffolding. It's pretty quiet where you are. At this point, you're way past where you can hear the other people and so on. Okay, let's climb into the tunnel. Climb into the tunnel, bud. Immediately as you enter, you start hearing a bit of skittering. Not as much as you've heard before, where you hear like thousands yeah. Upon thousands. It sounds more like it's just like one. Okay. Yeah, it's just one little skittering creature heading in your direction. Okay, so then I ready my baseball bat. Ready your baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so ahead of you, you see the now familiar sight of a grammald. A fairly large one. Not like gigantic, like it doesn't fill the whole tunnel or anything, but it's larger than a large dog. It's If a human laid down, that would be about the size of this, the grammals, like an adult human. Right, okay, so it's quite intimidating. 
It's quite intimidating. It's not moving at you very aggressively. It's more like curious. It, wanted, it wants to know what the noise was. So right now it has not noticed you, but it is crawling in your direction. And you do have a light on your head. So it might notice you. Do you want to do anything about it? How uh, wide is this tunnel? Is it more a man-made tunnel? Or a yeah. natural one? Or is it like... No, it's like excavated out. It's got support beams and so right. on. Like it's people worked here. Oh, so it's sure. more like a, a mine shop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's not really any room to creep around the ground, is there? No. The it's it's a pretty standard mine shaft, except there's like a slight indent in the ground at the like the middle of the ground. There's like an indent. So you're walking in a valley, like a small valley on your way in. Like, it, it's like a half pipe. It's just like oh, you're walking okay. in the middle of a half pipe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it would be better to turn back then and find a different tunnel to go back to, to climb through. Yeah, might be a good idea. Okay, let's roll a... No, you're real shit at that. I don't want to do that. Let's see. Let me roll something for the grandma instead of having you roll something. I think that's better. Okay. Yeah, you get out. Okay, cool. You get out, fine. Roll me another another notice, real quick. Five plus one. Five plus one, so six. You feel a slight breeze coming from the wall opposite of the tunnel that you just came from. So like where there would be another tunnel, but there isn't, you feel a slight breeze. Okay, so it might have been sealed up. Can I inspect it closer? Yeah. Do an investigate. And yeah, just a nine. I don't have any bonuses to that. It looks normal, but not quite normal. There's something weird about it. That's what you notice. You're like, this look, looks weird. It's dark, so you can't exactly tell what's weird about it, but you're like, it's weird. Okay. This wall looks weird. Can I use my baseball bat on it? Is it like, when you say it, wait, it looks weird or it feels weird? Is looks there weird. A, okay. Yeah, let's, let's poke it with the baseball bat. Alright, I'll do a fight. 13 plus 5. Yeah, so you swing at the wall, and you fall right through. Oh. Yeah, like, you give it, like, a good, like, full-body swing, and there's nothing to hit, so you just slam right through. Oh, wait, it was some kind of illusory wall. It's some kind of illusion. Yes, correct. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, by the way, yeah. the baseball bat, I, I don't think... It was ever... I feel like I remember asking if it was made of metal or wood. I think I said metal. I think I said it was a pretty good one. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, because I don't want to potentially break it. Nah, you're pretty strong. You might bend it. Possibly, yeah. So, as you're laying there on the ground, you notice that this tunnel is actually lit up with lanterns. So totally different than the one you just came from. This tunnel goes quite a way in, and you just keep going in there. And on the way you notice like various drawings and symbols on the wall. Small stick man with an arrow that says me, and a bunch of larger stick men wearing hard hats, and an arrow saying my family. Uh, the further in you go, the more covered the walls are in random art. Handprints, infinite swirls, what you can only assume is supposed to be a grammald, and a bunch of names written in different handwriting. Viola, Pawpaw, 
Duggan, Steve, Gnawjaw, and many more. But a name you see repeatedly written in various levels of legibility is Atlas. First with letters of different sizes facing different directions, then in clearer and clearer lettering, until what looks like a full name, Atlas Spade Collier, written by an educated adult. As you go further, you're led into a room the size of a studio apartment, which seems to center around a small hole with a peculiar humanoid shape. Imagine a little kid's room, but the child is back from college for summer vacation and has made himself at home for the time being. The floor is littered with books. There's a small desk covered in notes and a large bed that seems entirely untouched. And a ton of schematics and drawings on the wall. Can I take a closer look at the schematics on the wall? Yep. Roll me an investigate. Seven. Seven? Yeah. Uh, you cannot tell what this is. But it looks very complicated. That's the best you can get out of it. You're like, this is very complicated. It's written in a language I don't understand. I don't really know what it's supposed to be. But it looks like a complex piece of machinery. This room, does it look like it's been abandoned or someone's still living there? It looks fairly... It looks like somebody has been there recently. Not like they lived there, but they've definitely been there. Okay. Yeah, like you see some places they're like, the dust is uncovered and so on. While yeah. most of it's dusty. Some places, there's not a lot of dust. Is there any particular area where it looks like someone has been there recently? So there's a big bookshelf that it definitely looks like somebody has looked through. And it seems like a couple books are missing. We're not sure if that means that somebody has taken them or they're just like on the floor because there's a bunch of books on the floor as well. What are the books that are left on the shelf? There's a bunch of books and you can't, you don't speak the language that they're written in. They mostly seem to be like, when you look into them, they seem to just be like a bunch of diaries. They're not like history books or subject books or anything like that. They seem to be just like memoirs or notes. And I can't read them, can I? They're a different language. They're a different language, yeah. Okay. Are the ones on the floor basically the same sort of diary journal thing? Yeah, you do see some very specific type, like world geography type books, some mechanics books. Yeah, basically just what you would think that an explorer would have. Somebody who's trying to uncover something would have these books, you think. Approximately how big are the books? Could they fit in a pocket or are they more encyclopedia big? They're not like fit in a pocket, but you can definitely bring some if you want. Okay. The uh, geography one, that might be interesting. Yep. Yeah. I'll take you, that you one. You can bring the geography one, yeah. Is there anything else in the room that is interesting? Uh, there's a strangely shaped hole in, at the center of it. It's not humanoid shape. It is humanoid shape. Oh, okay. But can I see for it? Is there any light source I can use to see how deep it is? The room and everything is lit open. Like you can see. Oh, okay. Fairly bright in here. There's like lanterns. Uh, not burning, but electricity. Electricity lit. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. But how is the hole big enough for me to climb through into the next location? Or is it like no. dangerously deep? It's much too small. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, roll me an investigation on it. I'll tell you how big it is. 
Seven. Seven? Yeah. I, it's too small for you, bud. <laughs> right, okay. Can I drop something through the hole? Can you drop something through the hole? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, drop something through the hole. I don't want to drop something heavy in case it kills someone. Oh, you said there was a bed, right? Is there a yeah. pillow on there that I could drop through? There is a bed. Pillow's too big. If and you wouldn't drop it, you would be like really smushing it in. <laughs> you can smush a pillow in there if you want. Yeah, can I do that? Okay. Can I push it through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, yeah, so I, I grab the pillow and I compress it down and I push it through. What is the whole shape like? Did you say? You said Humanoid. it was you? Oh, okay. So wait, can I assume that it's a child, then, if it's too small for me? You could assume that. Okay. Yeah, it's basically like one of those from that story by Junji Ito. It's like a person-shaped hole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want to shove the pillow in there. Roll me a physique. Let's see how far you shove this pillow in. Oh, is it? Nine plus four, is it? Yeah. So, yeah. 13. 13? Yeah. You get the pillow good and in there. It doesn't seem very deep. Like, it's not shallow, but it doesn't seem to fit much more than, like, what you would think is the width of a human as well. Okay. Yeah. And it hasn't dropped into another room below, right? No. Okay. It's just a pillow in a hole. <laughs> Could have stuck your hand in there, but pillow. Yeah, I'm not sticking my hand in holes like that. That's creepy. <laughs> like, that, that Junji Ito story has... Made holes entirely different now. Oh, don't worry about it. This one's <laughs> definitely not made for you. It's much too small. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'll leave the room then. If there's nothing else in there to really... Yeah, sure. Wait, well, was there anything else interesting in on the where the writing on the wall was? Is there any interesting mm. bits? Uh, it's mostly just like children's drawings. Like you can't find anything specific. Like you can see, like I said, some adults have clearly written their names mm -hmm. and maybe also drawn drawings, but it seems to mainly be a child that has drawn most of it. What was the names that was uh, written there? It was like, what was it? Papa, Duggan? I want to memorize those names. Steve, Nawjaw, and Viola. Nawjaw. Yeah. Viola. And of course, Atlas. Atlas. And there was Papa and Duggan? Yeah. Okay, cool. The rest was just like random hand prints, just a bunch of swirly stuff. Yeah. If a kid draws on a wall, you can expect that to be here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's just continue on then. Yep. So the tunnel itself ends at this room, basically. So you would be going back. Yeah. That, yeah, so that's what you want to do. Do you want to go up again, or do you want to go further down? Let's go further down. Further down, okay. Yo, what's up? I'm back again, your least favorite member of the podcast, but I brought your favorite, Ghosty's here. Wow. He somehow got me here, and now I'm here. I'm such a big book. You know, I mean, a hard, a hard book. I'm hard to book. Uh, hard cover. Anyway, hi. You're not the least favorite, Sketch. 
You're at the very worst. Like Then who is? Who is the least favorite? Tell me. Say it right now. I will. You think I'm afraid? Yeah, Do you tell think the I truth. Fear? Yeah, right. If it's not me, who is it? Local Deluxe. <laughs> is responsible for a lot of the music that you have been listening to, and we want to thank him for it. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. musical talent and contributions to the avoid avoid in reality that's the name of the show. that's the name of the podcast good job yeah he contributed uh with not only the theme for the main arc that we're in currently and all but also all of the themes for the characters and you can tell us uh which Theme is your favorite in our Discord, which you can access by joining us at the lowest level on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash avoidpod. Wait, this Discord that you and I are in right now? Yeah, it's pretty lit, as the kids would say. Wow. We're, <laughs> we're always sharing, you know, various projects, uh, art, music, animation, crafts, and poetry. Mm-hmm. We're just like creative people who like to create and share stuff yeah and tell your friends about us would be really cool a way to support us like you really don't need to join the patreon to support us you could just like shout us out on social media or tell a friend directly to give us a listen mm-hmm. on social media at avoid pod at avoid pod on twitter youtube blue sky tiktok other places maybe yeah maybe and who knows if you get it if you if you find a place that we could be let us know and then we'll see there are certain places where maybe you could rate our show and we would really appreciate that uh, anything less than five stars though it might get the fbi to uh show up at our places like it's it's a such a big deal it's bad don't give us less than five stars um don't do it. No, yeah. So if you wanna give us a, a harsh review, then then feel free to do that. But do it in text form and then give us five stars or give us nothing. Yeah, like here's an example. Five stars, you guys all suck at voice acting. Or what's another one that you could do? Sketch. That guy sketch sounds like he smells. Five stars. Five stars. Yep. I've got another one. This is actually super fun. Okay. Five stars. I want to stop listening, but can't. (laughs) It's that bad. Five stars. This just sounds like a bunch of rats. (laughs) 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 Uh, A bunch of rats. Yeah. Five stars all hail the Rat King. So I think that wraps up our estimation of how you will be free to give us all the negative feedback that you'd like, as is your right. But please do it with five stars. Thank you so much. Yeah. We really appreciate any feedback. Also, you can, if you don't have socials, if you're a bit old fashioned, you could always email us at avoidpodofficial at gmail.com. Wow. And t- tell, us, uh, tell us what you think. Yeah, give us a little taste of the old-fashioned life. So, I want to give a little shout-out 
to somebody who gave us a little shout out, Roleplay Retcon, which is a TTRPG podcast where they play through what they call disappointing movies as a role-playing game. So, for example, they played through Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls and made a really compelling and exciting story. That sounds so much fun. I, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm really grateful for that shout out. Yeah, they, they've overall they've been very supportive of starting this podcast. So I really appreciate that. Thank you, Roleplay Retcon, and thank you, especially Ben. I remembered one of the three names that you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Ben is a good friend of mine. I'm also friends with Alex and Jensi. And uh, yeah, they're all great people. You should go listen to their podcast. They make very good stuff. You will enjoy it. They, they, they sound like good people. And, you know, that's just from your word of mouth. I think that there's argument here to say that the word of mouth is a powerful force. You should tell, tell your friends about us, which I believe we already said, but you should do it. You should do it again. Even if you have already done it in this really long, too long, frankly, if you ask me, intermission. Yeah, it's like 53 minutes right now. We are on take five. <laughs> I believe in a, in a previous iteration uh, or take, we mentioned death a little bit too much. So we had to cut a little that. too much. Yep. Surely we did it right this time and we can let them get back to their, you know, their scheduled listening of avoid in reality. Welcome to Roleplay Retcon Studios, located at the nexus of all alternate universes, including the sexy vampire ones. Ooh. At Roleplay Retcon, we remake famously disappointing movies using comedy, hindsight, and tabletop RPGs. Like Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, but specifically not Dungeons and Dragons. Roll film! But yeah, let's get into the setup phase of uh, Fiasco. Savage Worlds. It's a system that I personally love and have played several times. It's pronounced fake core, not fake core. We take a second pass at guilty pleasures like Batman and Robin or Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and even some controversial favorites like Twilight. But I love those movies. We do too, and all of the movies we do have something to love. I'm Indiana Jones. I named myself after my dog. I assumed there wouldn't be all this lore about vampires if they just, you know, went around eating animals. I mean, I eat animals. Am I a vampire? I'm gonna flip him off. Does that count as an action? For each series, we invite a guest star to help us out, and each movie soundtrack is provided by an indie band or composer. She seems <laughs> sad. And then I just break the cuffs. Oh god, no. Do these have, like, feathers on them? I actually thought yeah. maybe you were pranking us by asking us to watch this movie. At the end of each series, we compare our vision to the original films, because why the f*** not? I in no way thought it was gonna come up. I get in a polycule with my cousin that includes a ghost robot. I hate Roland, but Roland is like talking out of me. I'm sorry, Stephen King, for making your voice sound like that. I can't wait to listen to Roleplay Retcon on nerdsmith.org, or wherever you get podcasts. I'm gonna listen to it before you do.
Flint. Uh, Meredith, Robert, and Crablad. You guys just get it back to 13, and you walk through the same tunnel that you came from, and you're back where you started. You see holes in the wall where the elevator came down that Crablad sealed up, and you see that it has been broken through, and a lot of Grandwolds have clearly been here, but right now they are not here. The room is no longer lit up, because you lit it up by lighting your flashlights into the Agatite. You could do that again, but right now it's not lit up. Okay, you did it. Now it's lit up. Great. Puzzle. You see Agatite more or less everywhere, uh, especially the wall straight ahead of you is full of Agatite. You see places where Agatite has been dug out. There are shards on the ground. The room forks into two separate exits. To the right is a smaller tunnel that's covered in yellow tape with some symbols on them that you cannot decipher, but the assumption is keep out. And to the left is the scrap mining equipment and the rail. May I do an investigation or a notice, whichever is appropriate, towards the tape looking for more of those footprints? Do it. Investigate. I roll die. Okay, well, it's not a one, but it is a seven. Yeah, you see some footprints. Party! Some footprints. It's this way! And uh, Clint, not waiting for anyone, thinking that he's correct, is just going to keep going through the yellow tape. <laughs> Robert tries to grab him and just to hold him back a little bit. Wait, 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 it might be dangerous. Let's head there slowly. So, like, maybe athletics to try to grab him or will. You can roll a will because you have strength of determination. 12 plus 2. 14. Uh, roll against it, Clint, with physique. Where is he trying to grab because that might change things. The penis. <laughs> then I let it happen. No, what? <laughs> He's just trying to grab me like my elbow or something. Just the upper arm, I would say. Mm -hmm. You can pick fight instead, but then if you succeed, you will hurt him. No, no. Rob's someone that Clint holds in good regard. I think he doesn't really like people touching his suit. So he would try to avoid getting grabbed if he sits. So mm -hmm. I'll roll, but. He'll stop no matter what. We're just going to see if he touches the suit. That's what the role determines. Okay. It feels like a notice because you're checking. You're, you're trying to notice him trying to grab you before he grabs you. I tie the role with 14. Can we just accidentally kiss or something? <laughs> How would that even work? He's a plant. It's only the second <laughs> session. We can't have characters kissing already. It's a meat cute in hell, bro. Come on. Okay, so what happens is he, he gently grazes your suit and you notice immediately and you guys lock eyes. Kind of awkward. That, that's what happened. Uh, oh. Rob. <laughs> well, just be careful. Obviously, there's tape. There's danger. So let's maybe like go slowly as a group and listen and Maybe try to see what's happening. Is the tunnel well lit or is this one dark? Does the light not reach there? Yeah, it reaches a bit in. From what we can see at the moment, there's no clear reason for the tape to have been there. Nothing that stands out as particularly dangerous. No. Okay, but just let's wait and go as a group. Well, okay, but that kid can't wait forever. And there are tracks here leading through the yellow tape. We didn't look this way before. Yeah, so I think as a group, we, we just slowly move now, right? Walks at, like, full stride. What order do you go in? So I'll go second. 
I, I think Robert can go. S yeah, third then. Well, you're just gonna leave me. This we are going as a this, group. The squishy little <laughs> furry thing at the back to get attacked, and not one of the robots. Okay, I can move to the back. <laughs> this distraction from just plowing straight ahead into the unknown has given Clint an idea, and he'd like to. I guess that this is a bit of a problem. Wasn't Wick like holding all of the rope and stuff? Yes, more or less. Of course. <laughs> and say, okay, Rob, and then whoever's behind Rob, two people behind me, hold on to this. So and we're just a preschool Clint class now. to fasten the tie, the front of the tie, to his back of his belt loop. So we're going to be baby duckling this through the tunnel. It's safer. It's <laughs> Yeah, safer. but only, like, it's not, it's just a tie. Like, only two people can really hold on to this. Okay, so as you start going in, Clint barely makes it in at all before it's way too tight for him to get anywhere. <laughs> okay. Change of plan. Crab lad! Investigate. Okay. You want to hop out of your mech? Do I have to? You can try to move ahead, but then he has to leave first. Like he, he's blocking up the entire path right now. Clint will just back out and take the tie back awkwardly and put it back on his shoulder <laughs> as if it's where it's supposed to go. Well, what do I need to roll for this? Uh, nothing, really. Okay. Uh, you just go in. So as you enter, uh, you notice that it gets tighter and tighter mm -hmm. until your mech can barely fit anymore. Okay. On the way, small blood spatters on the wall. I don't like that. And you see a location that feels like there's nothing there but you feel like there should be a baseball cap there just like deep in your soul you're just like should be a baseball cap there okay then i'm going to return and let everybody else know that including the part that makes me sound insane i still have the baseball cap okay to the baseball cap and uh, i i'll pull out the baseball cap and then one more time motion towards uh, Mare as if I'm about to ask me try the whole scent thing again but then think a little bit better of it and instead say Crab how's your olfactory system? I thought like oh man you could use the rotary hammer to like jackhammer some of the rock twine to the tree like gosh darn it Wick's got the hammer <laughs> I have this diamond drill bit Crab lad mm -hmm. could you fashion this with your mech into some kind of effective digging tool. I don't know, Sketch, can <laughs> I do that? You couldn't, but somebody else on your team could, maybe. Somebody with crafting skill? Yeah, if only you knew a tinkerer. <laughs> hmm. I, with the drill bit in my hand, it ends up right in front of uh, Mare's face, right in front of her goggles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that be crafting, just a straight crafting roll? No, I would like you to use your ability, and I would like to tell me exactly what you build, and I would like to be convincing in a way that both I and the rest of the players are like, yeah, that makes sense. You would get these pieces, and you would make this thing. Wait. That's what I would like. She's like Googling a digging device. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a totally made-up device. I just, don't, I just have to believe it. So I don't need to roll anything. You just need me to make something up. So I can tell you things that are in this pile. Right. An old broken down air compressor. Still pieces of trash minecarts, not enough to build one, but pieces. A pickaxe head. 
and various other tool parts. So if you can like think of a tool part, I'll consider it. Why did I decide to play a tinkerer? Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> the air compressor and like the pickaxe and put the diamond drill bit on the tip. I don't know why that would help. Like an automated pickaxe with the air compressor to automatically keep digging so we don't have to use a bunch of effort to chip away at the stone. So the air compressor moves the pickaxe very, very fast? Yeah. How about that? I like that. How does the operator use this tool? Do they press a button? Do they pull a lever? Do they have to pump air into something <laughs> manually? They turn on the air compressor. And then it just goes. And then it goes. And then you just scoot it forward as it goes. Okay, Clint is watching you while you're making this, and obviously he's going to try to find a way to backseat, right? Oh, this is, this is really great, you know, but I worry that what with this being the Grammald's territory and all, it'll be so loud it will attract them. If only we had some sort of soft fabric, possibly discarded at one point, like a silenced heavy-duty excavation tool. Oh, it's too bad you threw your old tie down the mine shaft. That was pretty foolish. I couldn't bear to part with such a, a beautiful gift from a comrade as this. So we can't use this. <laughs> like we're just stuck with a normal air compressor. How about that? <laughs> I just love the idea that the pickaxe is the thing that makes the noise, not the fact that you're fucking crushing rocks. Right. The air compressor just going, <laughs> is going to be loud enough that all the grandmolds are kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, also we can use some of the parts from some of the old mine carts and just kind of put it on like the wheels so we could just roll it and not have to push it real hard. Air compressor with pistons, pickaxe head on wheels. There you go. Digging machine. Let's go. Yeah, that works Ooh, for me. That cool. works for me. It will be very loud. So, uh, that'll be the, the caveat. Okay. I've killed before. I'll kill again. Rob, do you think you could spare some of your, like, your oil or something to just grease the, uh, the pieces here a little bit? Just make it a little bit less loud. Would that be physical stress or like mild consequence of being less agile? You can grease it with your tomato. <laughs> tomato? <laughs> be too far. Yeah, so he's down to four mm. tomatoes. He reaches his hand in on the side of the glass to kind of grab the tomato. And he has a moment of like pausing. Then he squishes the tomato and it drips and greases the engine. Good, good. Somebody's gonna have to crawl into this hole. It goes tighter and tighter until uh, Crab Lad's mech no longer fits, uh, but it all still continues onward uh, to an end, which is too tight for anybody other than just like little old Crab Lad to fit through. So you could start digging there if you want, or you could just walk through and see what's up. Here's what we do Rob, we use a little bit of the leftover tomato lubrication that you put on this beautifully built machine. Good job, Mayor. Everybody likes and appreciates you. And we rub it all over Crab Lad's mech. We <laughs> shove him in as much as we can with the device ahead of him. Let him do all the work. Crab Lad, do you agree? I don't know why we would need to <laughs> rub tomato on him. He can just go in the tunnel. Lube him up. I was thinking more like, I could have just turned part of my mech into a drill, but... 
no, you wanted, you needed me to build something. What does Crablad do then? <laughs> the whole time that she's building a drill, he's already just turned into a drill, kind of not saying anything. <laughs> it's too stupid. To be like, oh, hey guys, I got this. He's just like looking at his drill claw and he's like, hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. If only we could build something that looks exactly like this. I mean, at this point, anybody could operate Meredith's thing, right? It just depends how far in you want to go. By size, Meredith would get the furthest after Crab Lad. And uh, Clint would get the least far. I'll stand guard here at the base of operations in case any of those pesky critters show up. Maybe, Rob, you care to stay here with me and we can have a nice chat about how efficient everyone is being. It always takes a bit out of me to use one of the tomatoes, so I'm okay here standing back for a moment. Yeah, dude, that was pretty grim. <laughs> okay, crab lad, you and me. Yeah. Let's go widen the tunnel enough so everyone else can get to the other side, right? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go. I wish Rob had a southern accent. I'm just a simple country tomato. What I always say. <laughs> really takes it out of me. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what. Today's slogan is tomorrow's tomato. <laughs> oh my god. Simon, Simon, I need you to I need you to say hey y'all so they can hear <laughs> how you say it, please. Oh. Just say hey y'all. Dance monkey. Hey y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, that was a nice distraction. What are we doing now? <laughs> Why did we all st I think Meredith and Crab Lad were heading inside or something. Alright, so both of you are drilling in there? Yep. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Roll... Fight? I guess you're fighting the wall? I don't really... Yeah, fight. No! What'd you get, Cassie? Five total. Roll again. I'm gonna give you an advantage. That's a 19. 19, okay. Well, plus... So 21. Woo! Look at me go! Nice. Yeah. Nice. And Kevin, what did you get? 13. Uh, yeah, 13. So both of you start digging. Kevin, you start further in. She starts further out. But you notice that she catches up with you really fast. And now you're both digging at the same spot. You both did good. So there shouldn't be any consequences. I guess you just get through. All right. Nice. Oh, did we make the area big enough for the other two to get through as well? Or just us? Currently, it's big enough for the two of you and Robert. It's not big enough for Clint. Clint is huge. <laughs> Tall, but he's skinny, right? Could crawl through. Like, we don't need to make it tall enough. We just need to make it wide enough. <laughs> I don't know if he would. He wants to keep his suit nice. And I have to use my mech like a forklift and just carry him. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can roll the physique and try to carry him through. You know, Clint would be fine with that. I'm just imagining him like perched on top of the crab mech, like not trying to touch anything. Like, ooh! I just imagine him like supermanning on top. <laughs> 19, I rolled for a physique. Damn, yeah, you do it just fine. You superman him through. <laughs> on the way, being totally carried through this tight space that he could have just crawled through with a bit of effort, right? <laughs> really great work, everybody. See, that was easy. That was just so easy. Rob's like missing a fucking kidney. Mare had to devise an entire tinkerer thing. Crab did almost all the work. And yeah, Clint's like 
you know, <laughs> I almost broke a sweat there. <laughs> do I, when I'm passing by the spot where the hat was, do I know where it was, like where that spot was, or was it destroyed? No, you know where it was. You can tell very clearly. In your heads, there's just like the invisible outline of yeah, a baseball yeah. cap. You can all see it and feel it. <laughs> okay. So we are all in the other side of the hole? Yes. Cool. You see a staircase that is leading upwards and downwards like a spiral. Robert wants to investigate the staircase and see if there's any dirt or dust that, that would make it seem like okay, someone went up or someone went down. Roll and investigate. Uh, 12. And then I also want to specifically like look for more footprints. It's an investigate. Please don't. Oh, it's a two. You guys can't really tell any direction of anything, but everybody roll me a notice. Notice. Oh, okay. oh man. Uh, five. Uh, 20. 15. I rolled 18. Bonus. 18? Yeah. Yeah, okay. To everyone except Clint, hear a very familiar skittering behind you. Oh, no. <laughs> Might want to get moving some direction. The Gramolds are coming. The what? The Gramolds are coming. From the spiral staircase. Okay, let's go back the way we came. And, and No, 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 no. And then Clint, like, <laughs> does the little squatty position as if, like, squatty no. on a potty position as if uh, he's going to get ferried back through. Ready for uppies. <laughs> He's ready for his uppies. <laughs> yeah, he's waiting for uppies. Clint needs uh, uppies. If Clint is facing the hole now, does he see anything? No, he doesn't see nothing. It's too dark. Snap decision. Snap decision. Up or down the, the stairs. Up or down. Up. Let's go up. We want to go up? Oh, for fuck's sake. I guess, yeah, we're going up. Okay, let's go up the stairs. Oh, Clint does want uppies. Fine. Guess what? I can't. My physique roll was three. <laughs> <laughs> no uppies. You have to walk yourself. So, you run up the stairs. How far do you want to go? The, the stairs go all the way, but there are pathways out. Every normal floor distance, I don't know, like a couple meters? Something like that? Probably would be easiest if we go up the furthest that we can, and if we have to fight the grandmolds on the way back, okay, but at least that way we know and we've checked the topmost option. So we're not going to try to stop and break off. We're just going to go all the way up the stairs. Yeah. We're out the Grammolds. Mm -hmm. They have so many legs. <laughs> they got a lot more legs than us. I, I guess. I don't think they're going to get worn no. out that fast. <laughs> I'd like to do a will attack. Okay. On the Grammolds? I'd like to do a will attack on the first Grammold that I see. And I don't know if I see them yet, but when it happens. Okay, uh, you guys are running up the stairs. You can see them. They're, they're following up behind you, going faster and faster. So I'm following up the stairway, and I'd, I'd love to invoke fear in Grammel that is start up the pack or whatever, if I can lock eyes with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do yeah, that. Okay. And then what I'm trying to do here, because I assume that there's some kind of, like, strange hive mind thing going on that if I affect one, it may affect all of them and buy some more time. And I'll roll. That would be provoke? Or will? Will. Will. Hey, nice. I got a 10. 
A 10? No, that's not gonna do it, bud. Didn't think so. Is it plus anything? No, it was a 7 plus 3. Oh, man! Actually, let me check something real quick. I'll roll for you. Yeah, it, it actually, yeah, it works. No, shut on, on this one. On this one, on this one grammald, I want to make it super that I want to make it super terrified that it's never gonna see its friends again, and that it just needs mm -hmm. to give them all the biggest hug ever and the best send off right now. <laughs> Sit in the stairwell. It's a good place to say goodbye. It's the passage, the threshold between layers of existence. I think that the grammald would fully appreciate that. Okay. So many arms and legs to hug with, Sketch. Didn't think about that, did you? <laughs> So, what happens is the Grammold attaches itself to another Grammold, uh -huh. which then attaches itself to another Grammold, which attaches <laughs> itself to another Grammold, and another, and another, and another, and another, until you basically have this giant mass Wait. of Grammolds still heading towards you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not inform the party of what I've done. <laughs> and somehow, like, their combined efforts are making them much, much faster. No, come on. It would slow them down. Just one question. How is that mass looking? Are they a circle? Or are they stacked on top like a double-decker bus? Or... It looks like a big grandmold made out of grandmolds. Okay. It's a grand mold. <laughs> it's a grand mold, yeah. So a spiral staircase usually is kind of small, though. Are they able to mm -hmm. fit, or do they just... Yeah, they're filling up the entire staircase now. And they're, like, right behind you? Wait, but if they're one entity, then we gotta quick take off the next exit. <laughs> okay, Rob doesn't argue with that. Like, he agrees. Meredith, Crabhead. I was going to fucking... Can I use a fate point to shoot the cannon at the massive Grammold? No, you've already used your cannon. But... <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Kevin, like, came to do one thing. Shoot big gun with crab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought we had just agreed on a cooldown. <laughs> it's once per long rest. You guys haven't rested at all. You guys have just kept going. Alright, guys, we need to rest right now. <laughs> 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 we can't rely on the exact same Deus Ex Crustacea as we did last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get at least to the next floor where we can dive off out of the stairwell? You can try if you want to. You know what? Romeo will save. There's a fucking shitload of them now. Oh, damn it. I was hoping that I would distract him with my will. <laughs> 18. Don't fail. I'm so tired of being scared of these stupid little bugs. <laughs> well, I got a 17. That's enough. I rolled a fucking one. 15. Meredith is freaked the fuck out and starts pushing everybody else down. Everybody else is fine, but Meredith is like pushing people away, trying to get ahead. You guys do an acrobatic. Do an acrobatics for me, the rest of you. Uh, I'm used to a high stress work environment. Is this for getting onto the floor or not getting pushed down by Meredith? Not getting pushed down by Meredith. Oh no, I don't care about that. Never mind. I'm not used to a high stress work environment right now. 
I'll just do the acrobatics thing. I rolled a two. Are acrobatics and athletics the same? Uh, no. Okay, then it's just nine. Okay. Nat 20, Clint. He scoops everyone up in his smooth, silky arms. Clint steps to the side very cleanly <laughs> as Robert and Crab Lad are pushed into the pile of Grammolds <laughs> and sort of like dragged down as if they're riding like a giant wave. Oh god! Like they're, they're like stage diving down. Like crowd surfing. <laughs> Uncontrollably. All the Grammolds are like, hugs! <laughs> I think Meredith's just like, there's too many legs. You gotta get out of here. There's too many legs. Just imagining how uncomfortable this would be. Sketch with my 20. Can I try to save one person? You can try to save Meredith. She didn't fall down. She's like panicked as heck, right? Yeah, you've stepped in like a side door and you can bring her with you if you want. Okay, just long arm, gomu gomu no. A Gatling gun grab the ferret. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, you both are more or less fine. You're in a different room now. And the Grammolds don't seem to notice. They're very distracted by the crowd surfers who are <laughs> steadily heading further and further down without any control whatsoever. Are they okay? Are they not, they're not taking damage, right? Did they take damage? No, they're just heading down. <laughs> Yeah, okay, good. Okay, good. Like, oh no, this is all my fault. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys step into this hallway, you run into a familiar face that says, Hey, look what I found. And he holds up a book. 